Hey, boys and girls, uh, Miss Annette is ready for you for Beacot Kids, so why don't you make your way to the back, and why don't we give a big old applause to our boys and our girls that are here today. Go right out that door, and she's ready for you. The rest of us, uh, we're, we're going to take a look at our uh, series that we started just a few weeks ago. Uh, we are doing a series of messages called Very Short Stories. We're taking a look at the, at the uh, parables of Jesus. And uh, those of you who may not know, Jesus told several stories called parables that uh, helped illustrate some of the truths that he wanted to communicate to the people who were listening. And uh, we've uh, looked at a couple of them already in this series. Today, I want to share from uh, the book of Luke. So you can grab your Bibles. And the title of this message is this, A Friend at Midnight. A Friend at Midnight. And we're in Luke chapter 11, and we're going to start in verse 5. And we're going to go to verse 13. A friend at midnight. This is an interesting story that if you're not careful, you could kind of take it the wrong way. And so I want to make sure that we uh, get a good grasp of what this parable is saying. And I'll kind of give away the ending at the end of, of this message. I'm going to encourage us to pray some bold, if not very audacious prayers today uh, to make some, some bold prayers. And when I say bold prayers, okay, I, I certainly don't want to minimize anyone's prayer. You know, if you've got a headache and you want God to heal that thing, that's important, right? Right? Uh, and so we don't minimize that. But I also... I want to pray those prayers, and I want to encourage you, starting today, to pray those prayers that you might have convinced yourself just aren't going to get answered. I want you to pray those prayers that maybe you've given up on. I want you to pray those prayers that you almost feel like are not possible to really be fulfilled. Those prayers. See, it's easy to pray prayers when you've got a plan B. Right? You know, some of us, we like pray, God, heal my headache, and we do that as we're taking two Advil. And nothing wrong, nothing wrong with Advil, <laughs> trust me. Uh, but, but, or God, heal my cough, as we just heard. <laughs> it's like you all coughed at the same time. Okay, so that's one prayer we're going to pray. But is, isn't, it easy, isn't it easy to pray for God to do something when you've got a plan B just in case it doesn't happen? Don't look at me that way. You know what I'm saying, okay? I want you to pray no plan B prayers today. How about that? And even if you've got a plan B, I still want you to pray those prayers today. And Jesus tells this story to kind of illustrate how that happens. So if you're able to, uh, if you would stand with me in honor of God's word as we read this together, we're in Luke 
And we're in Luke chapter 11, beginning in verse 5, and going to verse 13. If you don't have your Bible, you can follow right along on the screen. We'll have all of our scriptures there for you today. You all ready? Here we go. Then Jesus said to them, suppose you have a friend and you go, you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door's already locked and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. Now, here's what Jesus says in verse 8. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives And the one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to get good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those? Who ask him. Let's pray. Lord, I'm praying that today we would have the boldness, as Jesus put it, (laughs) Lord, the audacity. Jesus, as you said that, the, the, the audacity to ask for some things that maybe we've been reluctant to ask for. Or we're at a point where we just need you to do something big. Lord, move in us, I pray, so that that will take place. And speak to us, I ask you, in your precious name. And we all said, amen. 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 You may be seated. So we're talking about praying some audacious prayers, some bold prayers, some no plan B type prayers is what we're trying to do today. And we're going to ask the Lord to to, um, really do some great things. The setting for this text, the setting for this parable, Jesus has just gotten done. If you look at the verses prior to the ones that we just read, you'll see some familiar verses there in verses 1 through 4. Jesus teaches his disciples how to pray, and he gives what we call the Lord's Prayer. And uh, the Lord's Prayer, by the way, is not some formula that we just repeat and, and repeat and repeat. It's actually a uh, uh, if you will, a, a pattern of prayer that Jesus shows his disciples and us how to pray. So he gives them this pattern, and then on the heels of talking about prayer, he tells this story. And he uses this story to further illustrate how powerful it is to make some bold prayers to God. And so I want to break this passage down in a few uh, areas here today, and then we'll close our time lifting up some audacious, powerful, bold, no plan B prayers today. Sound good? 
So let's break, this, uh, let's break this down a little bit. Let's unpack this verse or this scripture, this scripture. First of all, I want to take a look at the difficulty that Jesus is illustrating here. Okay? Now, it helps in understanding this story. It helps to kind of understand a little bit of the Jewish customs and the Jewish background that was going on. And so catch this, okay? It would be horrifying in Jewish culture for someone to show up at your house and you not have anything to give them or feed them. Some of you, that's horrifying. I've been to some of your places, especially you Italians. It's like Thanksgiving. And, and uh, you know, I'm just here for a minute. Oh, no, you need to eat. You need to eat. And, and I, of course, do. Uh, <laughs> so, so the problem here is illustrated in how Jesus starts the story. Take a look at the first two verses again. Okay, verses 5 and 6 say, Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on our journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. So, here's the setting, okay? This man, he's in his house. He hears the knock on the door. It's his long-lost buddy. Let's say uh, college roommate, okay? He shows up, oh my goodness, I wasn't expecting you. Ah, I have no bread. So what this guy is doing, he's finding another one of his friends and saying, hey buddy, I'm in a jam here. I'm in a pickle. I need bread. I need three loaves of bread and I need it quickly. Can you help a brother out? That's, I, I have really paraphrased this story when I say that, Okay. But do you get what he's saying here? So, so, so the man in the house who gets the unexpected guest is going to one of his friends and saying, I need some help. I'm a, I am in a very difficult, tough situation. Let me speak to some people today, whether you're here in person or online, that might be in some difficult, tough situations. You may not be able to grasp being out of bread when an unexpected friend comes at midnight, but maybe you can grasp having a physical battle that seems to never get better. Maybe for you, there is an emotional battle going on right now in your life. Maybe you have a, uh, a, a form of, uh, uh, or a battle, I should say, with uh, uh, depression or anxiety, and it just, just pummels you from time to time, day to day, over and over and over and over again. Perhaps there is a relationship in your life that has broken down or it's become toxic or maybe you feel you are stuck in a certain relationship and you're not sure how to get out of that relationship. You need God to do something big. Or maybe the flip side, there is a family relationship that has broken down and it is just horrible and you need God to bring some healing to that situation. 
Maybe your difficulty is a financial battle that you're facing right now at this moment. And you need the Lord not to make you rich. You need the Lord to meet your needs today. You, you need him to help you pay this bill. You need him to help you uh, be able to pay for this certain expense or this medical expense. Maybe you, uh, your difficulty is in your job. And in your job situation right now, it is very difficult. You dread going to work. You don't like going to work. You're not sure which way to go, what to do. Do I quit? Do I stay? If I stay, Lord, I need you to do this. If I quit, I need you to provide this way. I don't know what to do. I need you to help me, Lord. Maybe for you, you have a big decision that you need to make in your life, and you don't know which way to go. And I have always said that the toughest decisions you'll ever make are never between the good and the bad, but between the good and the best. And Lord, there's a lot of good options, but Lord, I need the best option here, and I just don't know which way way to go. Or maybe you have an unsaved loved one, a friend, a relative, a parent, a brother, a sister, a child, somebody that you care about who is not serving the Lord just yet. And your big audacious prayer is that they would find Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And maybe that person is so caught up in sin. Maybe they have so turned their backs on Jesus that you think it's almost impossible for them to be converted and to make Jesus their Lord and Savior. I invite you, first of all, to look around you because we have some people that were in that position. We have some people in here who were in that situation. And here's the deal. They could not get away from the Holy Spirit. They couldn't get away from God. Somebody was praying for you. Now it's your turn to pray for that person. What is your difficulty today? What would cause you to not in this case go to a buddy, but in this case, what would cause you, what are you facing now that would cause you to go to God the Father and say, I'm facing a difficulty? Could I ask, where do you go when you face difficulty? Some people go away from God. Some people give up on the Lord. Some people will cut God off from their lives because they're so mad. Oh, they gave him a try, but he didn't seem to come through the way that you wanted to, and so now they, they've kind of backed off a little bit. Some people will go to another human being before they ever consider Jesus. I've seen... I've seen Young men and young women, for example, who will, uh, when, when they're facing difficulty in their lives, they will think that they're going to find all that they need through another relationship with, an, with, a, with another man or with another woman. Uh, and so, well, as long as I have this boyfriend, as long as I have this girlfriend, everything's going to be okay. And, and, and I will tell you folks that uh, you need something more secure than that. I just need to get married. Because when you get married, everything gets easier. <laughs> no. Amen. You know, if I... <laughs> yeah. 
his wife's not here. Of course he's going to say amen. Yeah, yeah. Let's hope she's watching. You know, maybe you'll, maybe you'll go to that person because you think that they can take care of you. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with having close friends. Don't, don't get me wrong here. There's, no, there's nothing wrong with having healthy relationships that you can lean on in times of adversity. But where's the first place that you go? See, may I tell you this morning that you do have a friend that you can go to. But not an earthly one, not a neighbor, not a person who lives down the street or in the next city over, not, not a person you can email or text, but, but, but you have a friend today that you could just call on today right here. It's a friend, he is a friend who sticks closer to you than a brother and his name is Jesus. You have a place you can go with your difficulty today. And the the beauty of this story is that this man who was in this house, who was caught off guard because he had this surprise guest, he had somebody whom he could go to. But here's where it gets interesting. (laughs) Secondly, I not only want to look at the difficulty, but I want to invite you to become a little daring. Daring in your prayers. Look how his good friend responds. You ready? Sure, buddy, pal, friend of mine. Have some bread. It didn't start that way. Look at verses 7 and 8. Again, Jesus is telling the story and he says this, and suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. Thanks, friend. <laughs> the door's already locked. My children and I are in bed. I can't give up and give you anything. Jesus says, I tell you, even though he will not give up, I'm sorry, will not get up and give you the bread because of your friendship, because of your relationship, right? Jesus says, even though the buddy will not get up and hook him up with the bread. Yet, because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. You see, here's the question. Why did he end up getting bread? Because of their relationship? Because they were buddies? Because they were next-door neighbors? Jesus says, no, no. In this case, in this case, this man who was in this jam, he received bread because he was audacious enough to think that he could go to someone's house at midnight. I need bread. I need bread. And the man, the neighbor would be like, oh, okay, all right. I mean, you were crazy enough to ask me at midnight. I was in bed. 
I just saw, I just watched the game. Didn't end well. I've just described my Saturday nights. And I just saw the game. I'm tired. The kids are in bed. The dogs are settled. Now you've come. You've stirred everything up. But because, because of your audacity to ask a request that is so, get this, that is so out of the ordinary, here you go. Okay, here you go. Here's bread. Now Jesus, here's what Jesus is not saying. Jesus is not saying that if you go to him with an audacious prayer, that he's going to respond to you and say, don't bother me. I'm a little busy in the Middle East. I've got stuff going on. I've got things to do. He doesn't say that. Jesus is saying, the audacious, the bold, and daring prayer. The audacious, the bold, and the daring request is what will move the person hearing the request. Some of you missed that. I gotta say it again. Okay. The bold, audacious, daring request is what moved his friend. Not the relationship, but the request. How much more from a God who will never tell you, don't bother me. From a God who always loves you. We just sang his love endures forever. From a God who cares about you so much, every single need that you have, how much more Can you presume upon your relationship with God the Father and go to Him with whatever bold and audacious request that you have? And how much can we expect Him to fulfill that request? You know, there are examples in the Word of God of people who prayed some crazy prayers, some audacious prayers some bold or daring prayers. And that if it didn't happen, there was no plan B. For example, Joshua in the Old Testament, while he was fighting, they needed more time in the battle. So Joshua, and by the way, this wasn't one of those silent prayers where he kind of went in the corner, saying, Lord, do this, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully nobody hears this. Amen. That's not what he did. In front of them all, he prayed that the sun would stand still so that they could fight the battle. And it did. The only time where the sun didn't move. I know the earth moves and the sun stays, but work with me, people. Okay? There was no sunset that day. None. There was no nighttime that day. Because of the bold, daring, audacious prayer of Joshua. There's a woman named Hannah who prayed and prayed and prayed for her son. She was mocked. The, the priest in the temple, when he saw her praying, even accused her of being drunk while she was praying. 
but God heard her daring, audacious prayer. And God blessed her with a child by the name of Samuel. There was a man by the name of Elijah who was taking on the prophets of a false god named Baal. And they gave their sacrifice and they did their ritual and everything and they tried to show just how great their false god was and nothing happened. Elijah says, tell you what, put my sacrifice on the altar. While you're at it, soak that thing in water. While you're at it, soak more water uh, on that thing. Just get that thing so crazy wet that there is no way that I could do some trick. And in front of them all, he prayed for fire to consume from heaven to consume that sacrifice. How many of you know that if that doesn't work, that's not good. And in front of them all, in front of the enemies of God, he he prays that God would send fire and whoa, it consumed the entire thing. One more. How, how, about a, how about a request? How about an audacious request by a guy by the name of Peter who was in a boat and he saw Jesus walking on water and, and he, he was just daring enough. Some people would say, man, Peter is always... Talking before he was thinking. Whatever. But he did do this. He said, Lord, if it's you, because Jesus was walking on the water. So Peter made this audacious, daring, ridiculous request. And he said, if it's you, tell me to come out to you walking on the water. And Jesus said, come on. Okay. I mean, can you imagine? And for a while before he failed, because we know that he sank, but don't miss this. Before he got his attention off of Jesus and on the wind and the waves, this this raw fisherman is walking on water. He's doing it. He's doing something that no other human being has ever done. I really believe that God honors bold, audacious, daring requests. The problem is I think that we're too afraid to pray them. And I think Jesus today is encouraging us. Everybody in this room, what is your bold and daring prayer? What is your bold and daring request? It's, it's funny, our, our prayer lives are funny sometimes, aren't they? Because we love to pray for things that we can manage. At least I do. God, do this. And I'm like, eh, you know, just in case. Because I always have a plan B. Anybody wired like me? I always got a plan B. Like if something goes wrong, all right, I can do this. In fact, I have a C and a D and an E. Pray for your pastor. But, but, but Jesus is saying, just bring me your no plan B prayer. Bring it to me. Don't be, don't be afraid. Be daring enough. Be audacious enough. Be bold enough to make this request. See, it wasn't the relationship that moved the guy in the other house. It was the daring, bold, audacious request. And that leads me 
to the last point here. Jesus ends this story by giving us our directions. He gives us some direction. He tells the story again of the guy who is caught by surprise by his college roommate, and then he has nothing to serve him, so he goes down the street to his buddy. They've borrowed each other's lawnmowers. They're friends. And say, hey, I know it's midnight. This is crazy. You're not going to believe this, but I need bread. My college roommate's here. Can he help a brother out? And, and, and the guy, as he's wiping sleep out of his eyes, is like, oh, this, you know what? This is so crazy. Yeah, here's your bread. Here's your bread. And then Jesus now brings all of it together for us. And here's what he says, starting in verse 9. Check it out. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if your son asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? There's a couple things I want you to know today on the subject of bold, daring, audacious prayers. Number one, you can approach God. I can approach God with my requests. Now, let me pause, okay? If you expect God, if you are asking God to do something that contradicts His Word, He's not going to do it. Okay, so I'll just tell you now. If you want God to do something that does not line up with his word, that totally goes against the will and the word and the character of God, you cannot expect that bold, audacious. That's when it becomes a foolish request. Because God will never contradict his word. Let me say that again. God won't contradict his word. Lord, my neighbor drives me crazy. Kill him. I don't think God's going to honor that. Not at all. You get it. So if, and, 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 and trust me, by the way, okay, if you think that God's going to make an exception to your request, and it may go against his word, but... You know, I I just want to be happy. God will never, ever make you happy at the expense of His Word. Never. Never. So if you're praying for things that conflict with the Word of God, you need to change. You need to get your heart right. But, if you're asking for God to do something, that, I mean, 
Here's what his word does say. My word says that he heals. My word says that he provides. God's word says that he saves. God's word says he uh, restores, that he supports, that he gives guidance, that he speaks to us, that he shields us, that he uh, protects us. All of those promises, he meets every single need. Those are in the word of God. That I can pray for. And even if it seems audacious, crazy, I can still pray for that because that is in his word. So if you have a request that does not conflict with the word of God or the will of God, then you can approach God with your request. But hear me, I want you to also know that you can trust God with your requests. It's important what Jesus said here. He said, hey, fathers, if your son wants breakfast, are you going to feed him a snake? You're going to feed him a scorpion? In other words, what Jesus is saying is that God's not going to trick you. Some of us have this really distorted view of God that we say, okay, God, please do this for me. And God's like, watch this. That's not what he does. He doesn't do that. God will not trick you. Well, how come he doesn't give it to me just like that? I've studied the Greek. Okay. And I think I've got a good answer for that. You ready? I don't know. (laughs) What I do know is that God answers bold, daring, audacious prayers at just the right time. My brother once told me God is never early and he misses plenty of chances to be... uh, No, wait, God's never late and he misses plenty of chances to be early. He's always on time. And so the timing of your answer, it may not come when you want it, It'll come when he wants it. And trust me when I tell you that when we pray, we are not only asking God for answers, but we're asking him to do it in the way that he sees fit. Because that is God's best. That is God's best. Several years ago, Jonathan, if you can make your way to uh, up here, if you can help me. Several years ago, we had a a special time of prayer and fasting. I believe we called it the resurrection fast. So this is going back a ways. And this, this girl didn't even go to our church. She heard about it on social media, so she joined us, joined up with us. And, uh, and, and we, we had people commit to praying some bold, audacious, daring, crazy requests. And then we just thought, you know what? Let's commit 21 days just to pray for this stuff and let's see what God does. And this girl, Lord forgive me, I don't even remember her name now, but this girl had this huge amount of medical debt. It was enormous for her. Single gal, it was, I do remember the amount. It was like $64,000. Uh, 
And she said, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for that. I'm going to pray that God takes care of that. Now, the way that some of us would script the answer would be publisher's clearinghouse, running out of a minivan with a balloon bouquet and an oversized check saying, here you go. You just won. Well, that didn't happen. Some of us would script it by saying, okay, just magically, boom, 60 grand in her checking account. That didn't happen either. Here's what happened. She got a call from the medical debt people. (laughs) I don't think that's their official title, but work with me. She got a call from them, and, and, and they told her, this is after she started praying, this bold, audacious, crazy prayer. She said, you know what? All this debt that you've got, all this expense that you owe us, we're just, we're, we're just going to cancel it. She said, what? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just going to, you don't owe it anymore. You've heard of the $64,000 question. This was the $64,000 answer. Never in her wildest dreams did she think that she'd get a phone call from the people that she owed money to and by saying, nah, we're going to cancel that. You're good. But it happened. And God removed that incredible financial burden. And I could tell you that she didn't pray some fancy prayer. She just said, Lord, here's my, here's my bold, audacious, daring request. Your friend at midnight, in your midnight, is Jesus. And today I would invite you to approach him with some bold, audacious, no plan B, daring prayers. And let's see what God does. Because as I read this, I think we can trust him to do some great things. Do you believe that? Amen? So I'm going to invite you to stand, all of us. I'm going to do something today. I want you to be comfortable with this. Okay? In fact, you can be. Okay? This is a safe place here. All right. Uh, perhaps you have a bold, audacious, daring, crazy, no plan B prayer. And, and there's, there's no shame in this. It's not like you did something wrong. It, it's this is what life has given you right now. And you need, you need to pray a bold, daring, audacious, no plan B prayer. If that is you, I want to invite you to make your way from your seat and just line up here in the front because we're going to pray for you. Go ahead. Come on down. Come on down. There's no harm in this. That financial need, that 
physical battle, that relative that needs Jesus, that touch that you need from the Lord. Wow. Hallelujah. Well, shame on me. I didn't think we'd have this many. But praise the Lord. We have this many opportunities for God to show his stuff here. So I want you to begin calling out to the Lord. Would you do that right now? And just say, Lord, this request. Please, you don't have to make it fancy. It doesn't have to sound like a King James Bible. Just, just give him your request. Just give him your request. Just talk to him. Just talk to him. Those of you who are still at your seats, if you feel comfortable coming and praying with somebody, I invite you to do so. Those of you who are standing here praying, maybe you want to pray for each other. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Cry out to him now. Give him that request. Don't be ashamed to say it. Lord, I need a miracle. Lord, I need... I'm facing this financial burden. I need X amount. Lord, I need you to work out my housing situation. Lord, I need you to touch my family. Those of you who are watching online... If you want to type those audacious prayer requests in the comments, do so right now. We're praying for you as well. We're praying for you as well. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, right now. Right now, Lord Jesus, we cry out to you and we pray, Lord God, that you would meet every single need, Lord Jesus. Every audacious, daring prayer that we're uttering right now, we're asking, Lord God, that you would supply. God, we're asking that you would do it, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, we're asking you that you would do what man cannot. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Keep crying out to him. Don't get weary in prayer, folks. Let's be business with the Lord. If we're bold enough to ask these prayers, let's just keep on asking him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, right now we ask you that you would just move in this place. Hallelujah. Every person who's in need, Lord God, we just pray right now. We pray right now that you would move. God, what the enemy has tried to destroy, we're asking you, Lord God, that you would restore in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world, Lord. Hallelujah. Your name, Lord God, is a strong tower. The righteous can run to you and be safe today, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We boldly, daringly ask for healing. What a doctor cannot do, Lord Jesus, I pray you would do in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, Jesus. Touch fam, God, who have strayed from you.
Touch our loved ones who need you, Jesus. Bring families together, God. Bring families together. God, it is not your will to family, for families to be torn apart. Lord God, I pray for healing in households and healing in families, Lord Jesus. We come against, uh, we, we come against dishonesty. We come against uh, anything that the enemy would try to throw in our direction to tear at our households, Lord Jesus. And we pray that you, we pray that you would bring peace where there has been chaos, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, you are the healer. So I pray now that healing would flow throughout this place. Lord, I pray that you would take away illness and take away sickness, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray that you would take away pain. And Lord, I ask you that for, for, for relief that comes from you, hope and peace that comes from you, Lord Jesus. God, those that are facing anxiety and depression, we ask you now, Lord Jesus, that you would be the glory and the lifter of their heads. God, that you would bring healing to our minds. God, I pray that we would not be governed by fear and hopelessness, but Lord Jesus, that we would be governed by the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, Lord. Guard our hearts, guard our minds. In Christ Jesus, we pray to the one, to the one Lord God who's not sure they can go on. I ask you, Lord God, that today would be the day that they know that they can move forward. Today would be the day that they would know that they can live that they can function. They can prosper. Hallelujah, Jesus. Give him a few more moments, church. Cry out to him. If you want to start thanking him now for what he's going to do, do that. Praise him in advance for what he's going to do if you want to do that. Give him praise. Give him glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hear the prayers of your people. Hear the prayers of your people, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hear the prayers of your people, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're greater, Lord Jesus. Within us, greater is the one. Hallelujah, Lord. Who calls our name? We seek you, Jesus. He will never fail. Will never fail, Lord. Hallelujah. Stronger is the one. Hallelujah. Within us, stronger is the one. Hallelujah, Jesus. Who fights for us. Lord God, hear our prayers. He will never fail. You will never fail. His love endures. For your love endures forever. Oh, your love endures Hallelujah. forever. 
Open up our eyes Surround us with your light Your love us forever Our God is fighting for us, hallelujah Our God is fighting for us Always. We stand on this promise, God. Our God is fighting for us all. Our God is fighting for us always. We are not alone. Yes, we are not alone. Our God is fighting for us all. Our God is fighting for us always. We are not alone. We are not alone. Hallelujah. For your Help us to see that, Jesus. Open up our eyes. Surround us with your light, your love. Hallelujah. We're not going to have a formal dismissal here today. There's a lot of prayer going on in this room right now. We just want to, we want to con- ask you to continue to do that and just keep seeking the Lord. When you're finished praying, then you can be dismissed. But Jonathan's going to keep on playing and we're just going to make a place where the presence of God here is very real. And so I invite you continue seeking God until you're finished today. And let's just depend on him today. God bless you. Let's seek him today. Strong.